My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Don't have time to work out? Well, that's where our free 10-minute classes come into your life. You can go ahead and sign up over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days and we'll send you five days of 10-minute classes, yoga, Pilates, all of the goodness to make you feel absolutely amazing. Emma, are you excited? Oh, yes. These are my favorite classes. Bring it on. We'll see you super soon on the mat over at themerrymakersisters.com forward slash five days. Welcome to episode 300 on the Get Married podcast. And oh my, we've been here since 2015. Wow. On this podcast anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've been here a little bit before that. Uh, But that's exciting. And I mean, the thing I love about this podcast. Tell me. (laughs) Because literally it's just me and you, sister, having a chat Mm. about stuff that we'll chat about in real life anyway. Uh, And obviously, you know, we know you guys, you right now, whoever you are, you're listening. And of course, we think about you too. But I think it's cool because it's just humaning, right? Mm. It's just like, it's not us being like, this is how you should live. Or like, it's not us sharing this guru or this new diet or this expert going to who's going to change your life. I mean, that's what I see on podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all the bloody same. I'm sorry. Like other interviews. I mean, I love, I look, don't get me wrong, Tim Ferriss, I love that podcast, mm. but he's like the ultimate, right, mm-hmm. in interviewing. But sometimes I look at other interview styles and it's just the same people, you know, they're on a book run, they're on mm. this product launch. Mm-hmm. And cool, I get it, but I'm exhausted of about like hearing people give different advice on how I can improve my life mm. and how I can be a better person. I'm like, shit, can't I just be me? Yes, you can. <laughs> that is true. But yeah, our podcast is not like that. But it's been a lot. <laughs> our podcast has been um, such a fun thing to create every single time we do create. I said time because I didn't say every week because we are not the most consistent podcasters, I must admit. But we're pretty consistent and we do have a lot of fun creating these episodes. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, whether you've been here since the beginning, since when it was Mary Beers about business, which um, was a fun 60 or so episodes yeah. Uh, and now it is the Get Married podcast, which, yeah, really is all about humaning and how can we welcome in more joy and how can we just do life with less suffering? Yeah, it's it's kind of like, it's like a navigation tool. Mm, it's like a compass. Yeah, and it, it and it's not like a map. It's not like a, this, mm. you know, walk this way yeah. and you'll find where you want to get to. It's just ideas Mm -hmm. and it's a guide 
Mm. But you can say, mm, that sucks, I don't like that idea, and mm. we will not be offended. Because, you know, like, we look back and we probably could listen to episodes and be like, what the? Yeah, we don't think that anymore. It's like, wow. <laughs> and and we, I mean, we must expect that of ourselves. We should expect that because we are gr- ever-growing. And ever-evolving. Yeah, and learning mm. continuously. I mean, we want to be learning. We don't want to be thinking the same as what we were thinking five years ago. Yes. And thinking of when we first began this podcast, you know, when we first decided to record our first few episodes, there was this thought in our mind that we were too late, that there was too many. Should we even bother? And like, are we even, like, are we even going to be very good at this? It's that whole uh, beginning. Mm -hmm. It can be really overwhelming to begin. Yeah. To start something new. And we had this same... Uh, I guess, thought process when we started the blog, Mm. like back in 2013. There's so many blogs out there. Like, are you sure we need another one? Are we – is it even going to get anybody reading it? And we had to really move through those thoughts and push them to the side and not be afraid to be a beginner. And this is what this episode is about, episode 300 – are you afraid of being a beginner? Mm. And why is so ma- why are so many people afraid of being a beginner? Well, it's because you don't want to look foolish because you think you're going to look foolish because you're not sure what you're doing. Uh, so you don't want to look like you're appearing. It's, it's all about appearance, I think. Yeah. And then it's all about that fear of failure. You know, you try something and then you realize, realize hey, it's not for me. I think also you're comparing to experts or people who have been doing it for eight years. Yeah, somebody's chapter 50. Yeah. And you're comparing to chapter zero. Or you're super living in fear land, future land, anxiety land. So that's like the ultimate way of stopping anything to begin. Like it's like, boom, no, stop. Don't even start. Why would you bother? You suck. That's what goes through your mind. Totally. <laughs> yeah, so I can understand why people don't want to be yeah. a beginner. Totally. Also, because if we're telling ourselves that, we're not really being the best, uh, I would say, cheerleader. No. Uh, it's not the best place to begin and with I, that mindset of I'm going yeah. to suck at this. And I think as well people are afraid of appearing like beginners. They prefer to keep it in, like they prefer to start alone not put it out in the world. So become perfect, in yeah. inverted commas, before you launch it out. And we see this again and again with people who want to start businesses, don't we? Yeah, like the amount of conversations we've had. So here is like our always number one piece of advice. Do you know how many people come to us? I want to start this thing. I want to do this. I want to start this online thing. I want to start this real life in business thing. And it's such a good idea. We are all for it. And we we tell them, okay, have you started your social media platforms? Have you got a website up yet? No. Okay, well, the best story that you could be telling right now is from day one, I've got this great idea. Come along with me on this journey and I'm going to create this wonderful thing. It's not here yet, but come along with me. And you get these people on your side and they come along with you for the ride and they want to see everything. They want to see the mess. They want to see the the grand ideas that you have that maybe 
don't happen, but you had them, mm. but they don't happen. And then, then they want to follow that and they want to be part of it. It gets people invested. But we give this advice and crickets, nothing. No one does it. Two years later, they've built their whatever and now they want to share it out. Now they want to sell it. And there's no one to sell it to. Well, and that's the thing. It's it's silly. I think it's really dumb, actually. <laughs> I'll put it out there. And if this is you, I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend. But it's dumb. Uh, Missing opportunities. Oh, it really frustrates me because I know it's an ego thing. Mm-hmm. I felt it when we first put our blog out there and Carla said, all right, message all your friends on Facebook. Send them the website. <laughs> I like. I felt like, you know, I could have had a gunpoint to my head. I said, Emma, here's the copy. Copy paste this to all your friends. And, like, Carla has this very assertive manner where you kind of feel like you have to do it. Like, you can't not. You, and you don't want to. You don't want to displease her. So, of course, I sent it out to all my friends. I think we had one blog about us. What's What does merrymaker mean? <laughs> I think back to that first blog and I'm like, how did we even know what it meant? I know, right? <laughs> what the hell are we thinking? Uh, and it was our first, was it our first crappy blog? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was what, on Blogspot. It was on Blogspot, guys. We are not on Blogspot anymore. I mean, that's where we it began. We love our beginnings. But we were never afraid. I mean, we were afraid, but we did it anyway. We were nervous, but we did it anyway. Yes. We pushed past the nerves. We pushed past the fear. We didn't worry about what others would think of us. And you know what? Yeah, we got, we definitely received the vibe of like, what are you girls doing? Especially in our workplaces when we were working in government. Oh, yeah. We got like weird vibes there. Um, Remember someone was really mean to us on Twitter? Who oh, we used yeah. to work with. <laughs> yeah. This guy was really mean to us. Like publicly. Yeah. What a rude, weird. rude person. Uh, I think he was jealous. That's what mum would say when we were kids. <laughs> if people were bullying, they're just jealous. Uh, but, yeah, the fear was always there. Yeah. But we kept on putting the beginner, the the amateur vibe out there. Like we we never tried to be people we were not. We never tried to be more advanced than we were not. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a really good – you need to be this because otherwise the – what's not authenticity? What's the opposite of authenticity? Inauthentic. Inauthentic. That vibe like definitely comes through. If you're pretending to be this expert mm-hmm. or if you're pretending to know more than you do – If you're not being truthful, hey, I'm a student while doing this or, hey, I'm doing this while I'm trying to do this, like just be real, the inauthenticity screams through. And it's really hard to keep up that facade. Yeah. Like if you make one small embellishment on your skill or whatever it might be, it's hard to keep it up. And we're not saying don't start. We're saying start, but with authenticity. With your truth. Yes. So, like, like explain what you are. I'm a student or I'm changing this or I'm just doing this for fun, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Be real. Create the brand, yeah, but don't create the fake brand. Exactly. And I guess the reason why we have that advice is because really when we think back to how we created what we've created, it was all about that. Yeah. It was all about come along on this journey with us. It was like, oh, my gosh, 
we made spaghetti out of zucchini, guys. Like, can you believe it? <laughs> and we were we were genuinely excited that that was the first time we've ever made zoodles and we would share it. Yeah. And people would be like, wow, I've never seen that either. And, you know, now it's very commonplace to yeah. see zoodles. Now we're like, give us the wheat pasta. <laughs> like, we want the double zero flour made by the Italian. Exactly. Has to be made by the Italian. Has to be authentic, right? Uh, but... That has been our story and it really has, uh, by accident, served us. Yeah. And it's made the process of sharing our story and our products and our brand so much easier because it's just simply what is happening right now. Yeah. Here's what's happening and I'm going to share it with you. And, you know, I think – Really, we can look at this and see what the ultimate problem is with all this, and it's that addiction to being perfect. It's that feeling, that deep feeling of I'm not good enough just as I am. It's everything that we talk about with body acceptance, but in intellectual acceptance or business acceptance, instead of being proud of where you're at right now, wherever that may be, and putting that out, sharing that out to the world, being proud, you think it's not good enough. Therefore, you either don't begin, you're so scared, you're so riddled with self-doubt, your negative self-talk is like on 24-7, and therefore your feet are just stuck in the mud. Or you go ahead and put it out there and it's so not real, it's not you, the photos don't even look like you. The The business isn't quite right. And then it fails and you wonder why. Mm-hmm. And really the ultimate thing was that it, it wasn't honest. It wasn't authentic. There was something icky about it. Yeah, and it might have that like level of success for a little while, but it mm-hmm. won't last. I mean, Because it will think, hurt you. Yeah, and I think one of the greatest lessons that we've ever come across was um, from Jewel. In her oh, book, yeah. uh, Never Broken. Yeah, I think, book? yeah, I think. Oh, my God, such a good book. You but should really read that book. It is oh. amazing. I'll listen to one of the podcasts about that book. She's so amazing. But I remember her saying that the process to her creating her songs and, like, getting them out there in the public, she treated it like hardwood. Mm. Like, she didn't want to be, like, bamboo and, like, flexible and, like, moving, mm-hmm. like, on her moral – against her moral line, like, do this and do that just to get – the the praise and the accolades and she did do that you know with that um that shaver Intuition. thing yeah she and she didn't that didn't feel right for her yeah so then she always came back to no I'm building I'm focusing on building a hardwood something that is solid hardwood foundation hardwood foundation yeah, like, like hardwood something, tree something that lasts yeah like that it's and I always come back to that whenever I think whenever I have the mindset because I'm telling you now it does come back in like why don't we have this yet I want to be here I want blah, 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 all these things I want to be anywhere where we're not you know like anything that we don't have I want and then I come back to that like no we're doing this we're creating a hardwood foundation and coming back to that mindset is the is the best possible way of getting you out of that uh not enoughness I think. I I 100% agree and it also helps you to create something or simply live with your truth in mind. True. You're not trying to be someone else. And I'm not saying you need to put your whole self out there into the world. I'm not saying living your truth and, you know, putting your truth in your business is disclosing your truth. 
It's not that at all. It's simply, as Carl said, it's not going against your morals. It's not mm. crossing lines. It's not pretending to be someone you're not. It's it's knowing who you are and uh, taking action from that place, speaking words from that place, thinking from that place, living from that place, and then creating from that truth. Mm. So from this conversation, what I can really start to understand is the reason why we don't begin and we really get stuck in this this fear of beginning mm. and simply then just allowing ourselves to stay where we are, mm. even though we have this deep desire to create mm. something else, uh, to do something else. It really is because we don't accept where we are right here, right yeah. now. It's all about acceptance. So we we think that the version of ourselves is simply not good enough to to yeah. to begin. <laughs> we don't even give ourselves the the opportunity to begin because we've already slammed it back in our faces. Yeah, I read something the other day and I think a lot of it too is that um you know, we we live in a world of like success driven people, mm-hmm. achievement driven, goal orientated, be the best version of yourself. Uh, I don't know, like I could go on and on. And I think this is where a lot of it stems. Like this is where a lot of the problems are created, this obsessed feeling of I need to be better. Yeah, like if you didn't have a private jet, then like (laughs) don't even think about posting on Instagram. Yeah, and like the brands, the obsession with brands and the obsession with material things, um, status. What did you read? Oh, I just was – it was actually a conversation with Irene. (laughs) But we were talking about this and because, uh, you know, like me and you, Carla, like obviously we have a business. We do need to have goals in mind if we want to keep moving and going. And But it's having that level of like groundedness as well and knowing that, hey, I can have these goals but also enjoy the ride and I don't have to be so goal-orientated. Yeah. And we're not like that at all. We're very good. We come back, you know, when we do find ourselves feeling not enoughness, we bring each other down to earth and realize, hey, we've got everything we need. Yeah, and we reflect on our yeah our um, achievements, our achievements, and also are grateful for where we're at in this moment in time, where nothing will ever be the same again. You know, we can the thing that I don't, you know, I look back when we began with the most fond memories. The beginning is some kind of magic. It's actually maybe the best part. Yeah. <laughs> and we're so focused on not being a beginner. But the beginning, as Emmy said, is is like the best and it's filled with the unknown and these magical things that happen when you step outside of your norm and suddenly Ooh. you're deciding to to follow your bliss or whatever it might be. All of these things just start to appear in front of you and it really is such a magical time and we don't get to experience that anymore. Yeah, I think, and this is where I'm grateful that we stumbled across Joseph Campbell, Follow Your Bliss, because we were so obsessed with that message. We were excited about beginning. True. We were we were very out there with our beginning yeah. and our naiveness. And so our, true. We were like... Hey, like we're just experiencing this and that's why we have such fond memories. I think you will hate your beginning if you are starting – we're talking about business here. 
or anything. If you're going to start anything with the end goal in mind. So, all right, I want to start a business because I want to quit my job and make $300,000 in the first year. I'm going to say that's going to be stressful and probably not nice if you have that as your only goal and you don't care what you're doing. Like that's that's underlined. You don't care how you're going to make that money. That's your goal. That's going to be a whole different beginning, a whole different journey. But if you figure out what you want to do, if you find your bliss, if you create the business that actually aligns to your heart and feels purposeful and lights you up, the work doesn't feel like work. It's the kind of things where time disappears. If you find that and then you create the goal once you find that, boom, Mm -hmm. you're on a ride of your life, like an absolute ride, joy. Mm -hmm. Keep going. But if you're so so money-focused or goal-orientated that's not connected to your heart or your purpose, I feel like that's when the whole journey just, ugh. That's when, of course, you don't want to begin. It's yucky. Why would you want to begin that? (laughs) That doesn't excite me at all. Yeah, I know. But that's us. I know a lot of people. Mm. We've met them and they've told us when it's all very, (laughs) it's very money focused. And I'm not, there's nothing wrong with being money focused. Like we We love love money. money. Like, of course, we live in this consumer driven (laughs) world. (laughs) We kind of have that universe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Universe, we love money. And we, but we also have a very, I believe, healthy relationship with money that, yeah, we know it's not a bad thing to want more money. But we also know that, like, it doesn't have to be the the driver of our lives. And how you make it is more important than how much you make. I 100% agree. And it's the how it connected to your heart. Yeah. If you're making money and it feels really awful, like, say, maybe, like, this is an example. Like, you're in a work, you're in a workplace that is damaging the environment, but you really care about the environment then that's going to feel awful. Mm-hmm. You're not going to like that. No. So then if you take a pay cut and you end up working for a company that has a great green thumb, thumb or whatever corporate responsibility, mm-hmm. you're going to feel so much better in your heart, in your soul about working and earning there that the $1 will feel so much more so true. in that job than the other job, even though if you're earning more money per hour. Absolutely. It's so true. So I want to come back to that uh, idea, that thought that you were having before with uh, the beginning and we have this fear, this like very much fear that just stops you in your tracks. And you were saying, Emmy, like we feel that. Like it's not yeah. like it's not there. And it really did remind me of that whole idea that we like everyone feels that fear, like the hero and the coward, right? That's the this little analogy. Yeah. They both feel it the same way. The difference is what they do after the fear. Do they let it stop them or do they decide to take a step forward? And the hero and the heroine or whatever, the protagonist in the story, uh, they start. Yeah. Because they felt the fear and rather than making it stop in the, stuck in the mud, like, oh, I've got to stop because this is too scary. They decided to use it as their compass, as their yeah. way forward. Mm, this is scary. This is out of my comfort zone. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. 
I'm just going to see what happens. Well, we, I was telling you about an acronym, another fear acronym. I mean, there's a million out there. But this one was, oh, I forgot it. <laughs> Future endings? Oh, guys, i got to look it up. No, ruined. it's not that. It wasn't Future that. Future something already ruined. How many times have I done this on this podcast, you guys? Like Future something, something, something. F- Future. Oh, experiences. I, well, that could work. Future events oh, okay. slash experiences <laughs> already ruined. So it's all about living in the future. I mean, like, okay, fear of a tiger behind your back, that's different. Fear of whatever, you know, like actual fearing things, different. This is you thinking about starting the business or starting the thing, mm-hmm. starting whatever goal you're working towards, whatever you want to create, and then imagining it all falling to pieces before you've even begun. Imagining people laughing at your face before you've even put the first uh, letter on the line. And I'm all for stoicism, but I'm not for that. Yeah, well, no, you you know, have your plan. Okay, if this doesn't go right, I'm going to do this. Yeah. That's smart. We would, we have that. Yeah. If this business doesn't work, we have a plan, guys. Yes. And we're not afraid of taking plan B, C, D, or E, or G. Like, or Z. Not, I'm not scared of that at all. I'm not going to let that hurt my ego at all. No. Because it's connected to your heart. So when, if that ever does come, it's because our hearts are telling us that. Yes. Anyway, fear, it's made up in our heads. We all feel it. It's whether you take the step to push past the fear or whether you let the fear control you and it holds you stuck in that place, Mm -hmm. wherever it is. It's whether you choose to listen and believe the fear thoughts to be true or whether you choose to just notice and observe. Yeah. Oh, that's another thought. But that's not true because it's not actually happening. Mm. So I don't actually have to listen to that. And this is why meditation is such a good tool to use Mm -hmm. with your living. (laughs) I was... (laughs) To help you on life's journey. Yeah, I have a, um, like a 14-year-old in my life at the moment. (laughs) She's cute. Uh, And I was trying to explain this idea of how our thoughts are not inside, like they're not us. Yeah. And that we can actually decide to choose which yeah. thought is true and which is not oh true. My, game and changer. we can actually choose to step outside of the thoughts for a moment and just look at them and notice them. And her God, she was just like, Oh, like all these cogs just clicking. And I just think, wow, like imagine being able to to know that from a younger age, to be able to decipher our thoughts, to to have that it's a power almost, to have a, a certain wow. power within that you get to decide, oh, this thought of what that person thinks of me, that I what I've made up, what I think they're saying about me isn't actually true. (laughs) It's actually a game changer. This reality completely changed my life. And, you know, I think I've just realised how much it changed my life just then, as you you said, that story of telling the 14-year-old. Because I know for so many years my overthinking mind, my negative self-talk, the BS ideas that I had in my head, as soon as I realised that they actually don't have to be true that I give them power or I can say no actually I have awareness that that is not the truth that's my mind just telling me creating the narrative as soon as I realize that 
wow, I felt a whole heavy load lift off my shoulders. I experienced life. I actually felt joy because I stopped fearing what other people thought of me. I created a whole world inside my head of fear Mm -hmm. of how I was perceived by this person or that person who I thought were amazing. They were on pedestals and here I am in the dirt. Here I am because I suck. Here I am, ugly, gross, fat. Like the beginner. The words I had in my head about myself were so horrible. And I don't even know why. I don't know why I had such horrible thoughts about myself. I don't know why. And we don't need to know why yeah, either. True, true. But the fact that you have a tool that has mm. helped you move through that and pass that, that's the important thing in my head. I get it. There's lots of experts that will say, let's decipher this and let's go nah. back and see where it came from. Or we could just come back to the present and we could decide that thought's not true and I'm not going to listen to that. Oh, it's so much easier. Uh, <laughs> and I'm all for that. But also choose what works for you guys. Um, meditation. I love it. Mm. And I, you know, yoga too. Yeah. But it's specifically when it's off the mat. Yes. And this is why... It is so important to practice because, you know, we can want all of these things to work for us in our favor, like these meditation techniques and these tools and this stuff that we always think about. But if we don't practice it, then they won't work for us when we need them. Oh, my gosh. This is so amazing. And also, like, moving on from this topic, but it's related, (laughs) such a big lesson for us, the detachment. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, this helps with beginners. Yeah, it helps with beginners because it helps you detach from your attachments. You might have the attachments of appearing a certain way or, I don't know, reaching a certain goal by a certain time. When you detach from that goal and you just continue to show up for the sake of the work, you're showing up for the sake of today to enjoy working on whatever you're working on today because today is really all that matters. Now is really all that matters. Now is all we have, actually. But we should still think about tomorrow, but just not be obsessed with it. Yeah, (laughs) and we're not saying don't set goals. We're saying detach yourself from that goal. So have it as like more of a goal post, you know? Yeah. Have it as like you're in the soccer game. There's more than one way the ball can go through the net net into the net yeah into the net you know the soccer players don't just practice in the bottom right hand corner Mm. they practice everywhere true and they don't know when or what or how they're going to shoot for it in the future like in the future but they plan for it yeah practice yeah so then they have all these opportunities to go for it and Therefore, they're not limiting themselves. They're not thinking, I have to be at the right-hand side, specifically here, so I can get the ball into the net at that angle that I've practiced because I've only practiced that and that's where my go- That's where my eye is only. Yeah, and I mean, I tell you, I watched how many games of Italian soccer during this Euro <laughs> Cup? At 4.45 a.m. I woke up and some of the goals looked terrible they were messy they were fumbling they they were like they didn't look like it was planned at all but it was still a goal yeah and they 
worked with what was given yes they had the situation right here right now in the present moment and boom they made it happen and because they'd practiced they were able to get the goal yes and that's the whole idea with you know our meditation and our yoga and all of these mindset techniques as we practice them so then when we actually need them when we want to get the goal we can use them to our betterment, like yeah. to, to better ourselves. And, you know, I've just completely changed the analogy because the analogy was that you have the goal in mind, but how you get there and even if you don't get there, you still choose to be enough. Yeah. Like because getting a certain goal is great. Well done. Amazing. Let's, like, celebrate. We should celebrate. You can celebrate. But if you don't get it, you should celebrate too. Like, it, it doesn't make you any better of a human. I know. And really, the <laughs> like 199 compared to 200? Yeah. Like, and the shame, the shame is that so many of us humans, we let that, you know, just missing the goal or not quite hitting the mark, we let that destroy our day or destroy our month. I mean, look at the bloody English losing the game. Mm. (laughs) Now we're just talking about I know, right? But they were, like, I think they shouldn't forget, hey, we also came second. Like, that's an achievement. We actually made it to the final. And that's, like, all of us, I think. And, you know, me and Carla, we have this conversation often. Like, one of us will say, why not this yet? And then the other person will say, but we did this. And, you know, we're lucky that we have the internal dialogue of one person. We have two actual physical people. <laughs> we have external dialogue too. <laughs> and not just ourselves talking to ourselves. Oh, my lordy. Uh, but, yeah, I think so many people, and I myself too, maybe. Myself too. Maybe not so much myself. I feel like I kind of didn't strive so much. Like I didn't strive to hit the mark. Like I was always a bit detached because probably I was in fear that I wouldn't get it. You're like, second is fine. Yeah. I always <laughs> just accepted that. But maybe I didn't strive. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's really important for us to not worry so big when we don't get the gold medal. Absolutely. The, uh, you know, I always think that, like, the Olympics are on now and it's, like, the fact that you made it to the Olympics, that's enough. Yeah. And the fact that you... So many sports And maybe analogies. also you didn't make it to the Olympics, but you just tried your best. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well that's done. Enough. Good job. You began. Claps for you. Because so many people just don't even begin. I know. And that's what we come back to. Like, are you afraid of beginning? Because there's so much that you're missing if you listen to that mindset of fear of not good enough of you're just going to fail anyway oh i have another idea so when you're so afraid of beginning (laughs) what is it well done for the idea when you're so afraid of beginning so you don't begin Mm. no one helps you because nothing is out there as soon as you begin as soon as you put the thing out there into the world as soon as you share an idea with that person they will give you a piece of advice someone might lend a helping hand Someone might give you a sentence of motivation. I know as soon as we started, we began to receive Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like handouts. It was people giving advice, people saying, hey, I can introduce you to this person. Someone saying, oh, I can help you build a blog. Someone saying, oh, I have a great contact to help you develop your WordPress blog. Someone saying, oh, like I want to hire you to promote my business. 
all that, all those were like little steps of progress, but they would not have come if we did not begin in the first place. So we never knew the journey. It was a great analogy in this podcast with Tim Ferriss and Annie Someone, the author of Bird by Bird. She talked about writing a book was like this, but it's anything. You're on a dark highway in the middle of the night with your lights on. You know you're going to get to the end. You know you're going to get to wherever you're going, but you cannot see your journey ahead. All you can see is however many meters ahead. That's all you can see. Mm-hmm. It's darkness after Unknown. that. Unknown. We don't know. Until we take the first step. And then the next step. And then the next step. And then another one. Oh. It's just one step at a time. Oh, my. And maybe we feel the fear in every step. But the thing is we keep stepping forward. Keep going. Keep moving. Mm-hmm. And it's the persistence of action that creates the results that we're detached from. But we still, we still, are, we get the thing that we want and we make the thing that we've wanted to make. And we enjoy the ride. Which is most important. Because why the hell not? Because how we get there is so much more important than when we get there and what it even looks like when we get there. Yeah, it's so true. Because the dash between A and B is way longer than A and B. And this is the whole thing. Like, life is this thing. Of days mm-hmm. and dashes, yeah. So it's it's important how we get there. It's not just about that Instagram photo. It's not just about how this person thinks of you. It's your moments, mm-hmm. your daily moments that add up to your months, that add up to your year and years and life. decades and the whole life. Yeah. And then I think you know we come back to that, Bronnie, the book. The top five regrets of yeah. dying. They never wished to work more. No. What did they wish for? More time with their friends and family. More time with their hobbies. More time speaking their truth. <gasps> and I can't remember the other two. Yeah, I can't remember. We did interview Bronnie. It's an amazing book, though. Yeah. And I think it would inspire you to begin. Well, if be- you read it. Yeah, I think so. Because, Well, because it's the ultimate, isn't it? You Come don't... back to your mortality, guys. Oh, yeah, you don't live forever. Oh, I die one day? Yep. Could be today. Shit. Scary. But no, if you're living the way you want to live. It's not. It shouldn't. It should be It should be a motivation. Yeah. And we can look at it as a motivation. It's a reminder that this isn't forever and that if I want to begin something, I should listen to that. And if I've heard this inkling and this call more than once, maybe twice, maybe three times, please begin. Something is calling you. You must. It's knocking at the door. (laughs) It won't shut up. It's going to get louder. You may as well. Why not? Well, that's the thing. You may as well. You may as well go for it. What's the best that could happen? Yeah, instead of thinking what's the worst, (laughs) what's the best? Think about both. Yeah. Both help. Yeah. (laughs) Because when we think of sometimes the worst, it's like, oh, is that it? Is that all? (laughs) I could just, wait, I could just like fall flat on my face. People might think I'm a fool for a moment and then they'll get distracted by some other reality (laughs) TV or like BS on this on this channel or (laughs) But the most important thing is that in within you you are proud because you began and you bet on yourself and you believed in yourself for just a moment. Hmm. And like that's the most important thing. Not what anyone else thinks. 
They're probably not thinking anything anyway. You probably made it up in your head. They're honestly not thinking. No one else is thinking of you. No one has time. <laughs> no one is thinking of us. <laughs> like, everyone's so wrapped up in their own world. It's true. Like, no, there are some people who are really helping other people. That's true. We love them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, don't let the fear stop you. You should begin. <laughs> okay. And then report back. Exactly. We want to hear all about your new beginnings your old beginnings, maybe it's something that's been old and you've let it go and now you want to begin again. There's always room for a new beginning. Um, so jump into the beginning with an excitement because trust us, the beginning is so exciting and it's so filled with uh, surprises and and moments that we look back on and think, how did that even happen? And one last tip I would say, you don't have to know everything. You'll figure it out as you go. Yeah. It's true. (laughs) And Google is your friend. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We would uh, love to hear how you enjoyed this episode. Maybe you want to give us a rating on iTunes. That always helps. Otherwise, get in touch with us on Instagram. You can email us as well. We are always checking our inboxes and it is us replying to you. And you actually make our day when you reach out to us because we love to hear what you loved and what you got out of it and action steps that you take. Mm. So go and begin. (laughs) Thanks for being here. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.